Alright, welcome back to another episode of the Old Heads Podcast. Oh my god, it's been a little minute, but hey, the Jags winning. It feels good outside. We got a very relaxing and easy topic going on today. Farouk, how you feeling? I feel good, brother. Um, it's been like three months since I've been back. And uh, I'm just excited for the episode today. We got a special guest. For sure, for lots sure. About to, to hear what she's talking about, so... I think we should get right into it. Yeah, man. I mean, I think the last time I did yoga was like two years ago at the YMCA in a beginner course, and I was terrible. I didn't know what was going on. I did it, and I felt like, because I played football all my life, so I thought I was in shape. I thought I was flexible. I stretch all the time still, and I don't even play sports. Every morning I stretch. I won't say every morning, but that's probably stretch but I do stretch a lot I went to a beginner yoga class and I got exposed <laughs> so a lot of men say that <laughs> so today I, I am gonna say, introduce yourself so so who are you again I am Ori Lotus the owner of Ori Lotus yoga I'm a Reiki healer level two I curate events and I just help people elevate into their highest self that's help what's up release relax that's good so as far as uh, to the public, what's your definition of yoga? So, I'm going to go with philosophy first. Okay? okay. So, yoga, the root word of yoga is yoke, which means union. So, it's a practice of unionizing the mind, body, and the spirit. So, yoga, in essence, is just a practice of connecting with yourself. A practice of disconnecting from everything and tuning into your body. Of course, it's stretching, but a lot of people, a lot of men, <laughs> think it's just stretching. They see it as feminine. And then there's certain positions that some men don't feel comfortable in. You know, you bend it over and stuff. But I don't really get that because y'all doing the football. Y'all do all kind of stuff. <laughs> but yeah, so it just means union. It's just unionizing the mind, body, and spirit. And to you, what is yoga then? To me, yoga is... A spiritual practice um, yoga it helps me connect with myself on a deeper level it helps me think clearer it helps me learn myself um, there's eight limbs of yoga it's so deep I just feel like and even to get into all of it like <laughs> we would have to have a lot more progress but I feel like um, I try to get on my mat. I pray. <laughs> like, my, my practice is expansive. So, it's not just, like, yoga to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, my space got to be good. Yoga helped me figure out who I am and what it is that I really like, what makes me feel good. So, I know that my space is a reflection of myself, my mm. own inner world. So, when I'm doing my yoga practice, I like to light some candles, you know, maybe some incense. I like to have my crystals. I love plants. So my practice is just plants everywhere. But yoga is a it's different for everybody. Like your yoga could be different from my yoga. Like some people they want to work out. They want to do hot yoga, you know what I'm saying? They don't want to get into the philosophy. They don't care about the, you know. So, I don't know. I feel like yoga is my solace. I think that's pretty dope. I mean, so it seems like your practice of yoga is more realistic, right? Yes. It kind of goes around everything. Whereas a lot of men or some people like you said probably go and do sports yoga or things that are not probably focused on the mental and the uh, physical. Yeah, because in a gym, it's different. Exactly. <laughs> My first yoga class was in the gym, though. It was at LA Fitness. Yeah, they're not That's doing all that. They're not lighting up candles and doing all that stuff. <laughs> no. But 
how did you get into yoga and what made you transition into that? How did that even come about for you? What was the commencement of that? Yeah, so my first class was in LA Fitness. My doctor, I have scoliosis, so I got like a big S curve in my back. Uh-huh. And my doctor told me I need to keep my spine flexible. Uh-huh. So I was like, I'm going to try it out. Yoga is supposed to be for flexibility. I think that's what everybody thinks. Um, but after my very first class, the way I felt, I was just like, what is this? Like, I just, I felt like I was floating. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I just felt so relaxed, so at peace. And so I started seeking it more. So I started going on YouTube and reading books and just teaching myself. So I was self-taught initially. Okay. So after I taught myself, then I was just like, other people got to feel this. Like, why don't people in my com- community practice yoga? Sure. I don't never see nobody from out of it, you know, doing yoga. So I just started getting my friends. We started meeting in the park. I started teaching free classes. And then that one thing led to another. <laughs> then I decided to get certified in 2019. So I started practicing in 2015. I got certified in 2019. Um, and then I I started the Goddess Connect. I don't know if we there yet, but <laughs> I mean we I mean you can you can go into it as okay. far as the Goddess Connect. I mean the, the platform is about business and health, so the Goddess Connect, what is that is that a business, one of the businesses you run or so like I was telling y'all, I wanted to give it to other people, black women specifically, because of what I went through and how yoga helped me heal. Like it helped me when I was in like a relationship that just pulled the worst out of me and I didn't want to like put myself in those kind of spaces. So I had to practice meditation, you know, I had to do shadow work. Mm-hmm. I started freeforming my hair to connect more with spirit. And so going through that, learning about my body, I stopped eating a lot of stuff, you know. So everything that I learned along my journey, I wanted to give to somebody else. So I created She Moves. It started as She Moves. The She stood for support, help, and empower. You know? And so it's all about us getting into our body, working out, eating good, meeting up, you know. And then that went from She Moves to the Goddess Connect, the more spiritual I became. <laughs> and started seeing who I was. Um, but yeah, and so... I started connecting with the women around me first. We created a Facebook group, and we would post, like, inspirational things in the Facebook group. You know, then I would start doing Mommy and Me yoga sessions. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so this, so the Goddess Connect is a brand, community, and platform dedicated to normalizing the, um, <laughs> normalizing self-care, luxury, and sisterhood amongst melanated women. Mm. Um, so we have... Uh, picnic events i like to call them litniks i don't really like to use the words you know picnics. what do you call what do you call them litniks it gets turned that'll be lit it gets turned that too it just went okay so picnic do y'all know the background of picnic i don't no. know enlighten us so Please. it's a little racist right you know what i'm saying like it comes from racist backgrounds when white people used to put their blankets out to pick their picnic Oh, oh wow. wow. You know, and so <laughs> when I learned that, I know a lot of people don't know that, but it was hard for me to continue to say the word. Mm. So it's kind of like my spiritual journey. Like, you know, you know, you learn something, you got to do better. And that's just how I felt. I don't judge people for anything. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So if somebody is at another part in their journey and they say in the word, I ain't going to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? But instead of calling my business, I mean, my event, picnic, mm-hmm. I call it a litmus. Because, you know, you be drinking champagne. You know what I'm saying? So this the mood. <laughs> while doing yoga and all that stuff? <laughs> No, okay. at the Litniks we don't do yoga, okay. <laughs> but we still, even though we getting lit, it's all it's about healing. So what's the Litnik? What happens at the Litnik? So at the Litnik, I have speakers. Okay. We have wine. We have charcuterie. Okay. Usually it's a different theme. 
So the one in last fall, it was a fall equinox theme. We all dressed in fall colors. I had speakers come out there. We had um, cocktails of sweetness. She um, sponsored and gave us mocktails and stuff. But it's like, it's like we meditate, like we vibe, we connect. We talk about girl stuff. It's really just a safe space for women. Like, because they can unload if they need to. You know, it's just a time for us to really enjoy ourselves in nature. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. The first one was in the summer, and we dressed in shades of melanin. You know, and it was really gorgeous and stuff. Yeah, and I cooked brunch and stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, I think that's pretty dope. So, I think, you know, you're, you have two things going here. You, you got yoga, you got the lit neck, and it's really focused to uh, a targeted population of minority or black or colored woman you would say okay when i think about yoga and when other people think about yoga i think there's a there's a different connotation that comes with it you know you think uh, I, don't, I don't know if i can attain that yoga kind of has a connotation with maybe high class or money or um some type of affluent lifestyle that most of us say you know what i don't have time for yoga because i don't think i can a afford it like yoga has a price to it but you know when you think about yoga you definitely picture an ideal type of person doing it so it drives us to the point of i think it's applaudable that you're doing it and bringing it to to light for you know minority women women of color to make sure they know it's attainable and it's a thing that needs to be done Mm -hmm. and you're not only sticking to the practice of yoga but you're tying it into more of a spiritual journey and all that stuff. Yeah. So what have th- those responses been like for, for uh, from your clients or for women or people you work with? It's been really good. I feel like women love it. Um, and I feel like women open up to me, mm-hmm. you know, um, kind of like a therapist a little bit. But um, I feel like part of the reason I started the Goddess Connect, how you mentioned um, there's a certain type of person that does yoga. You know what I'm a lot of people here. You go to Atlanta, you see black people doing yoga everywhere. But, of course, the city is black people. But here, you go to a yoga class, and you can be the only black person in a yoga class. And that's how it was in my training. When I got trained in 2019, I was the only white girl. Um, but I was really good at it. And after I... You're the only white girl? I mean, the only black girl. I was about to say, <laughs> oh, she a shapeshifter. She out here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love my skin. <laughs> No, I was only my bad, y'all. I was only black girl. But um, after that, I felt some type of way because I reached out to the owner of the studio, and she told me that in order to teach at one of her, so I got trained at Yoga Den. It's like a a really popular yoga studio here. They have a lot of them all over. But she was like, in order to teach, I needed to email her to audition to get put on the sub list, and I just felt like. I was good enough to give her twenty five hundred dollars of my money. Oh, <laughs> but when I went to you know audition, yeah, and I just felt like I ain't. It's just I didn't feel at home. I didn't feel um, how do I, I didn't feel like I belonged. So another yoga teacher here, she's a white lady and she's so sweet. Her name is Dory. She was following me for a long time. She reached out to me because she liked my energy, sure. you know. And she was just like, I want you to teach in my studio. She didn't make me go through the audition or nothing. She didn't know how I teach, but she felt that, that I would, you know. Yeah. And so I, I appreciated that. So I feel like everything is about alignment. It's about energy. And I feel like the women that I attract to me is because of the energy that I have. And so I honor that, you know what I'm saying? Because that's really sacred mm-hmm. to hold. So with the Goddess Connect, I created a subscription to keep them, keep create some consistency 
So every week they can come to Sensual Yoga on Thursday. That's an in-person class because eventually the subscription is going to be to where it's, it's global, you know what I'm saying? And everything's going to be virtual, but I got to get more yoga teachers. So they come on Thursdays and I also, the, the um, platform is on Patreon. So I post breath work. I post journal prompts, you know, different things that we can talk about, like discussion prompts, you know. So we have that. We have a WhatsApp that we stay connected with. And I feel like it's it's really good response. I think that's dope. I know Jarvis and I talk about this a lot, especially in the uh, minority community for women. Um, being aware of all the trauma that that population goes through, whether it may be sensitive topics with sexual assault or domestic violence, all that stuff. Uh, why do you think it's needed yoga, especially your version of yoga? Why do you think it's needed in that community for those, uh, for that, for women uh, of color? My main reason I feel like it's needed because as I was growing spiritually, I started learning a lot about my history. Mm -hmm. So I started connecting the dots and seeing why we as black people are a spiritual people. And I just felt like Yoga is kind of like therapy when it comes to black people. We don't really talk about it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we don't do that. You know? Uh, that's white people stuff. Or, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and I just feel like with what I've learned and how I learned to heal myself through yoga, I feel like if more women of color or melanated women can learn those tools and then take those tools back to their children and then their husbands, we can really... Mm. heal the black family you know what I'm saying I just feel like men only do what women allow them to do so why not go through the woman you know what I'm saying women need to make up their mind heal through some shit you know what and I'm say saying? this is what we're gonna be doing this is what it is yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's pretty strategic that's smart that's smart that's dope so hopefully it works <laughs> so so basically what you're saying is, is yoga truly does contribute to you know the health and wellness of real life issues the way we eat the way we think how like if we make assumptions like our self-esteem our confidence like when we get into the chakra system we have seven main chakras in our bodies each chakra is it in chakra just means energy energy will in sanskrit okay i do want to let me say this real quick so a lot of the terms in yoga they have a sanskrit background and like a hindu buddhist buddhism so that's why um some of us feel like it's a religion or something but um yoga started in ancient kemet so it started with us you know and then i think like 15th century or something like that the indian india got it i didn't say indians but india and um but yeah i just feel like it's a practice of returning to ourselves because we've been pulled so far you know from ourselves and i can't even like it helps relationships like it's just like when you go within yourself and start to see yourself as another individual you can't help but show like empathy and compassion to other people. But it's like giving yourself some grace. Definitely, a lot of giving yourself grace because you know we all live in this. We all we are all on this human journey. Like right. we're in this experience, and we're never going to be perfect. We're never going to be completely healed. But it's about having those tools. And we as black people don't really have the tools to really work through like our dark stuff, our emotions, you know. And yoga teaches us to observe. It teaches us to be the observer without um, engaging mm -hmm. or allowing it to control us. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if you're meditating, a lot of people think they're supposed to stop thinking when they meditate. 
you're not gonna stop thinking. It's like it's like when you tell yourself you're gonna stop thinking about something, you be thinking about it more. more. You know, so it's like the key is to just observe those thoughts. I, I like to tell my students, imagine your mind is a, a blue sky and your thoughts and your obligations and your emotions, all the things are just clouds passing you by. And you take a deep breath and you just stay focused in the moment. Y'all, y'all got jobs, y'all got relationships, all the stuff going on, but your yoga practice need to just be for you. I think that's pretty dope. Um, for me, I've done yoga probably like two times. I'm not going to count. Two times. And I've noticed that during that 45-minute or an hour session, like you said earlier, you come out feeling relaxed. Like like almost like you're levitating. Like a, like a weight's been lifted off your back, right? But for majority of us, we are so fast-paced and moving from work to school to job to family to to the gym. We don't ever allow ourselves that dedicated one hour of winding down and kind of taking yourself away from the dance floor, going to the balcony to kind of observe what's actually going on in my life, what's going on in my relationship, what's going on at work. So I think, like you said, more people probably need to uh, incorporate yoga into their daily lifestyle. And you don't, you don't have to do an hour of yoga. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And yoga, you don't have to do poses. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could go on a run and be doing yoga. What? Oh, you meditating. So, so, yeah. So That's what I'm trying to explain. Like, that. <laughs> yeah. That, cause, and before you do, because here, here's the thing, and I think a lot of people that listen to this episode is going to uh, can, can resonate with the question on my ass. So, basically, like, again, at the beginning of the episode, how I told you my experience from yoga was these different moves that I was not ready for and all of these different things. Now, from from this episode, I'm getting a whole nother perspective and we have not talked about a single movement. We haven't talked about how, how flexible you have to be. So, like Farouk is, is questioning you, I'm, I'm right behind him. What do you mean by a run could be a yoga session? So, in yoga... As I said, there's eight different limbs. One of the limbs is asana. So asana just means pose. So when you're doing the poses, you're, when you're, there's eight limbs of yoga, and one of the limbs is asana. So when you're doing asana, you're doing the poses. So doing the asanas help you practice the philosophy of yoga. So when you're doing the poses, you may notice you think certain things, or you may notice you feel something in your body, you ease out of it, you know what I'm saying? It's different stuff like that. But yoga is simply connecting with yourself right so some people like to play music like you know what i'm saying some people write poetry you know if you're disconnecting from the world and going within and maybe you focus on your breath you know like for example just breathing can be yoga the main part of yoga is our breath so that's why i tell my students they'll come and they'll be like i'm not flexible i don't know how to do that pose you know don't you don't gotta know any of that because first of all you have a yoga teacher that know what they're doing but you come because once you start to learn how to use your breath and how to disconnect your mind, the poses is the easy part. You know, you go deeper the more you breathe. But you can be meditating by taking a walk. You can go outside on the walk, count your steps, heel, toe, deep breaths. You know what I'm saying? It don't have to be a yoga pose that you're doing. So essentially yoga is simply connecting with the body, not movement. the physical movement. Yeah. Connecting with your mind. Connecting with your mind. Mind, body, you know, we say mind, body, soul. It's all of that. Yeah, yeah it's connecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't have to be doing the yoga poses. You can be sitting there just breathing and you practicing yoga. Yeah. Hmm. So, taking it a step further, what's the difference between meditation and yoga? Then, 
Because now I'm just all over the place. You, you blow my mind. I'm like, I thought yoga was an exercise, a sport. Got a, you know, downward dog or whatever you could, they call it. Meditation is, mm, ah. And you're telling me some other stuff. So <laughs> what are you telling me? That's yoga facts. is an exercise. When it ain't a workout, it's a work in. You know what I'm saying? It's mm. an exercise of the mind, the breath. But meditation is just focusing on something, right? So it's like you can meditate on something you want to create. Or you can meditate on a flame. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can just, it's, how do I put it? If you had to give a, a, a quick sentence that, that, that differentiate, differentiate, I can't differentiate differentiates yoga and meditation, what would you say? They're the, they're the same. <laughs> so yoga, so yoga and meditation is the same. Yoga and meditation is the same, but yoga is the practice. So let me see. Yoga is, meditation is a part of yoga. So let's say yoga is the umbrella and you got meditation, you got asana, oh, you, got, you got the nayamas and then the, you know, like, it's kind of like, you know how you got 10 commandments in Christianity. Mm. Right. There's rules to govern yourself and yeah, how you treat others. Okay. There's all so these meditation different... is one of the single strings of, of yoga. Exactly. Yes. So like you. doing your shadow work, learning what you like, that's a part of yoga too. You know, so it's, that's why I be trying to, like in my yoga classes, I touch on different stuff. I give affirmations, I touch on philosophy. That's yeah. all part of yoga. Yeah. Meditation is just your fo- shifting your focus. So Jarvis, the next time I get mad at my boss at work, I'm going to look at him, hey, I need the 15. I'm going to yoga. Period. <laughs> 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 I'm going to go do some yoga. Thanks. <laughs> I need some yoga. That's crazy. You know, I recommend yeah. it to him. Like, yeah. bro, you tripped. Yeah. <laughs> you need to go breathe a little bit. So, what's up with this? Uh, this uh, the let that sh- go, let that ish go mantra. Elaborate I know when we were talking off, offline, you're telling me you want to kind of touch on that. Yeah, bit. I do. Um, cause it's everywhere. You know, you see, you see it on stickers, and you know, uh, can I say the word? Oh, no, I can't yeah, you can't go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so, and let that shit go. The shit. Is whatever is, whatever you're holding that isn't serving you. Mm-hmm. So, whether it's an energy, whether it's a person, whether it's something that aggravated you, if it's causing you stress in your body, if it's causing you anxiety, if it's causing you not to stick with your daily habits that helped you, you know, what I'm saying? like if it's causing you to miss your meditations, like whatever it is that you're holding onto, it can be trauma. We mm-hmm. hold a lot of trauma within our body, you know. Within relationships, we have trauma and certain agreements that we pick up. It's so many different things, but I feel like letting that shit go helps us be light. Like it helps us to elevate and ascend into ourselves. Hmm. Okay. So as far as rituals and astrology, what about that? <laughs> what about that? <laughs> what about that? <laughs> so okay, so rituals. You wake up every morning and brush your teeth, right? Yep. That's a ritual. Ritual is just something that you repeat that you feel like it's good for you. You know what I'm saying? For me, I have new moon and full moon rituals. Uh, rituals don't have to be, you know, you got a doll. And you got- I was about to say, she's talking about voodoo now. Yeah, no, I, she's talking about voodoo I know now. who's going to go there. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, you can't have this conversation because you know how we get. Uh-huh. We can go into it, though, because it's really called hoodoo. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's African spiritual practices. Is that, is that a part of yoga, too? No, it don't about, have to be. About to say That's it. a spiritual practice. That's part of my practice. You know, it's kind of like being spiritual. You know how people use sage. Some people use crystals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people use tarot. And, and some people can't stand tarot, but they'll do yoga. They like, you know, tarot evil. Whatever it is yeah. for you, I tell people to take what resonates, leave what doesn't. Boy. So do, you know, 
what I'm saying? What's, you know what I'm saying? What you drawing to? Don't do it because you see other people doing it and you like, oh, that's spiritual. I should, you know what I'm saying? Even with yoga, if you don't feel called to do it, I feel like everybody needs to do a yoga class at least once. But yeah, yeah. Right, the right way. Yeah. I think, it, you know, it's important. One facet that we talk about on the podcast a lot is mental health, right? Especially since uh, the pandemic and COVID and all that stuff happened. But really just in the 21st century, mental health has taken this heightened um, or elevated front seat in the public eye. Mental health, PTSD, depression. How do you feel like yoga plays into into that for people who struggle with mental health or depression or PTSD or anything like that? I feel like yoga is therapy. Mm-hmm. I have one of my students, I met her last year, and she's been coming to my classes. She said she was dealing with anxiety and sure. depression, you know. And she feel like yoga is um, her safe space, like, you know, help. But I feel like if someone don't want to go to a therapist, like, coming to yoga can kind of have, like, the same effect, you know. I They're not talking to me about yeah. what they're going through, but they're able to work through the things, and I'm able to talk to them. I instill, I, I pour into my students. Sure. So I give them empowering empowering statements like you know like i tell them to give themselves grace i i um i affirm them i do different things like that so i feel like it's definitely good for your mental health now so two things uh bear with me and let me land the plane one can you share with us a story or an example of uh transformation or healing that's happened in one of your classes uh, you don't have to share the name of the person or the individual but maybe um, the context behind uh, what happened. Have you ever seen a female um, break down and cry or have some type of a healing or transformation in your class? Yeah. yeah. It actually happened today. Um, one of the, I did a group yoga session with a group of girls. Mm-hmm. They're on the 21-day self-love journey, and I had the sound bowl. And she had never heard of a sound bowl. She didn't know what it was for. Mm-hmm. And um, once I started doing it, well, at the end of the session, she was like, I have a question. She was like, with well, that sound bowl thing... It, it made me cry, and I want to know why. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, I'm like, well, a sound bowl it connects to our frequencies in our body, so it moves energy. So I'm telling her, I can't tell you exactly why you cry. You know, it could it brought up something for you, sure. but I tell them to just honor it. You know what I'm saying? Just let release. You know, crying is healing. So mm-hmm. if it made you cry, girl, I'm doing my job. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I I had one with a guy. Oh my goodness! Now this was, this was my very first situation. Um, with somebody crying and so we did the whole it was a personal yoga session we did the whole yoga session at the very end at the very end of the yoga session you know we breathe we say our little you know namaste and everything but after we did that he just started bawling like he was like (laughs) like 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 crying and and I didn't know what was going on so I just embraced him (laughs) I just gave him a hug I know you didn't laugh at that man Huh? I know you didn't laugh at him. No, 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 no. no. I'm laughing with y'all. I she did said, not laugh at him. But, uh, no, 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 no. It was just like, I just, I was so surprised. I don't know why I was so surprised. I know it brings up things for people. But yeah, um, it transformed me, y'all. I'm telling you, my old self. Um, I ain't gonna say she was bad. Okay. But, you know what I'm saying? I grew up in a hood. So I got another side of me. But I learned through, I learned that I don't have to be that person that oh. I was that I grew up you know what I'm saying like I I felt like even with my my person like the way I handle communication and relationships all that kind of stuff you know I was a little ratchet you know I'm still a little ratchet but it was 
I control myself. It's controlled I was about ratchetness. <laughs> it's controlled ratchetness. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you, got, you still got to pull it out, out your pocket every now and then. Do you feel like yoga's eliminated that self? Or it's just, um, I don't want to say mask, because that's, you know, negative connotation comes with that. Do you think it's just revealed another uh, self for you? I love that question. I love that question because I felt like um, I feel like with yoga, it's about learning who you are and balancing your whole being. We have both light and dark within mm. our body, and nothing is good or bad. You know what I'm saying? Society decides what's good or bad. You know, and I feel like with yoga, it's giving yourself grace but also honoring yourself. Like so, your ego because our ego can be a bad thing. You know, in certain situations, can be, can be. You know what I'm saying? But also I feel like it can be helpful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some people be like, kill the ego. I'm like, why? That makes no sense to me. You can't kill this part of yourself because you need it. Um, but dang, I forgot the question. No, no, it says does uh, yoga mask oh, your yeah, old yeah. self or reveal yourself so no it don't mask your old self because my old self will still come out in certain situations but I control myself okay. so I don't allow people to pull me out of myself you know I can handle if I'm getting upset more you know what I'm saying like um, if I want to be classy I can, I can do that if, you know what I'm saying but um, I feel like it brings you together like you know it helps you figure out who your more, most divine self is because in yoga part of the practice is figuring out your dharma so your dharma is your purpose your yeah. crown you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah. and so sometimes we can't really even get that high because of where we are and what we're dealing with mm. you know what i'm saying so you only see one part of yourself because it's kind of like you're in a relationship right mm. with me i want to be more in my feminine i want to flow yeah but because i'm a sagittarius and because i am dominant and <laughs> oh we're gonna get into that <laughs> but i feel like i be in my masculine energy a lot but i don't be wanting to be you know you, you but sometimes you have to be you need more yoga no i don't i'm balanced okay. <laughs> my masculine is important too but okay. <laughs> you know Jarvis we talk about you know on this podcast a lot you know the social economic aspects of whatever topic we're talking about so when she's talking about yoga she's talking about yoga and talking about these classes and the current one that you did today with those 21 days for those ladies I can't help but think the downstream effects that this kind of practice can have on the community in the sense of if a young woman or woman of color is struggling with depression, mental health, PTSD, anxiety, but doesn't have the resources, financial resources or capital to go seek uh, a mental health professional or go through insurance and do all that stuff, this is something that maybe, I don't know your prices, but I can't imagine cost uh, an, exa uh, an exaggerated amount of money, right? No, Especially if you can do a pro bono or whatever, taking it into public schools or whatever communities that you go into yeah yeah it's definitely i feel like part of why i do it is to make it affordable at the same time you know i have to i have to price my offerings at a certain price you know what i'm saying that i feel like i'm worthy of yeah but i also feel like a lot of yoga studios i want to say the right thing a lot of yoga studios be charging like so much money and that's you know, why we don't do yoga white, and you know what i'm saying it's mostly white people <laughs> you see, that's why we don't do yoga because I'd look at the price. I'd be like, I'm not paying that. So went to the Dean Yoga, I just kind of fist bump. I know what I'm doing. Nah, not even that. I just fist bump in the air. That's my yoga. I just, I just be frustrated. <laughs> see, to, to pay a lot of money for it, you really got to understand the practice too. Like yeah. you ain't gonna be somebody that don't really know what it is coming in and be like, okay, I'm gonna pay you ain't nobody thousand dollars a year. To, you know. <laughs> yeah. One right. thing I really want to ask you though is, so 
again, you you just introduced uh, a whole nother side of yoga to me that I, uh, I mean, I knew kind of was there. I haven't I, I haven't paid much attention to. It. So my question is, what what's the reason for a lot of uh, I don't want to step on any toes. What's the reason for you know these different yoga instructors and organizations? to put a name on a beginner class or even intermediate class and like an expert class how does that even relate to what you just said this this entire episode so why they put yeah like what what is that like what does that even mean so are they basing it off of the stretches and flexibility or or usually so usually beginner intermediate advanced it's based off the flow so a beginner class, most of my classes are all inclusive, but you'll have a beginner class that may be slow. See, and inclusive, all inclusive is more so. Oh, I hate interrupt. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. But yeah, what I'm saying, I think, you, I mean, you just kind of cleared it up for me. Mm-hmm. All yeah, inclusive so don't really have the beginner intermediate. No, because like with, with me, I don't really like most of my people are beginners, so I'm gonna say that. But I like to do all levels because I can give modifications and progressions. Okay. So if you're an advanced practitioner. I may give you a progression that you can go for. Somebody else may not want to do that because they body, you know. But if you're a beginner, maybe you hurt, you got knee pain or something, I may give you a modification or give you a yoga prop or something. So I feel like it's accessible to everybody. Like, right. you know I what I'm saying? Like, I'm following. Well, so to kind of, you know, land the ship, pulling the ship to the yards, um, pull the spaceship down from the stratosphere to Earth, what what would you like to tell people in closing about yoga? Uh, if you can give someone a thirty minute or thirty second spill, elevator spill uh, about yoga, the history of it, the importance of it, and why I should give a damn to practice this and incorporate it uh, on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on on a monthly basis. What what would you say to them? I feel like yoga is a spiritual practice that will increase anyone's connection. spiritual. You just told me it wasn't spiritual. Oh, you said it wasn't religion. I'm sorry. I apologize. I feel like it's a spiritual practice that it can increase your connection, even if you're religious. So if you're a Christian or whatever it is, and you want to increase your connection with your highest power, some of us say God, some of us say the universe, it's for everybody to do that. And it's also to open the body. Um, it, It helps with high blood pressure, diabetes. If you need a yoga, if you need a therapist, you know what I'm saying? Like... Yoga is, is so holistic. many things. I, hmm? I said holistic. It's holistic, yes. And I tell everybody just to try class. Mm-hmm. Like if you just try class. And even with meditation, don't think that you have to do an hour or whatever. You can take five minutes in your car and breathe just to connect with yourself. Like it's, it's taking small moments throughout your day, every day, to dedicate to yourself. Got you. So if I wanted to take a yoga class um, and I wanted to come to you, where would I reach you at? Where can I find you at? So you can follow me on Ori Lotus Yoga on Instagram. How do you spell that? O-R-I-L-O-T-U-S Yoga all together. Ori Lotus Yoga on Instagram. On Facebook, if you want reviews for my classes, you can go to Ori Lotus Yoga. It's all together just like Instagram, no spaces on Facebook. My website is orilotusyoga.com. You can find my events, my classes. I do private sessions, one-on-one sessions, couple sessions. You just took that. You just took the next question out of my mouth. Because <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, well, I tell you, I wonder. There's probably a couple couples who could probably benefit from yoga, uh, with maybe relationship issues or uh, non-communication. 
you know, if you've been in a relationship for X amount of years or married for 20 years and you want to probably reestablish that. Uh, <laughs> No, you that's laughing. real. You laughing, but I got, I got, in, I got a service like that. Go ahead. Tell you. Go ahead. Listen, she, she it's hit it before. Uh, reestablish. <laughs> hey, yoga's gonna, yoga's gonna do some things that KY Jelly can't do. But go, go ahead. Go it's ahead. gonna be killing that flame. I know I've been, been cheating on you for twenty years. <laughs> go ahead. So last year I started an event actually called Intimacy, and it was to help. Married couples and couples, you know, I had married people there. I had young couples. I had older couples. And it was kind of like, you know what I'm saying, help them with intimacy so they can bond more. So mm. we talked about tantra meditation and tantra yoga. But now, instead of doing it as an event all together, I offer it privately. So I go to couples' homes, and I set it up. You know, we do a mini journaling session. So I create questions specifically for them to journal about and talk to each other. So it enhances their communication. Okay. And then we do yoga together. I have wine, you know. Ooh. You know, I'm not setting the vibes. And I like to do that for my people. I tell y'all, I be in it. Oh, you a vibe setter. I'm a vibe setter. Perfect <laughs> Oh, my God. Not a yoga instructor, a vibe setter. Ooh. I like that. Better. Hold I on. like that. Let me be messy before we get out of here. Let me be messy. Go ahead, Farouk. That's your I, little name. Because I, I almost busted out laughing that she was, she was saying about the personal session. Have you ever done a session? Obviously, you go to this couple's house with intent to help them with whatever they got going on. And in your journey to help them, it, it's actually made it worse. Because I can see myself, you know, let's say I wasn't getting get along with my old girl and my wife, you know, in the future. And you start journaling and you say some messy stuff. I'm about to come back right at you and say some stuff. Like, what What, what do you mean? <laughs> so I don't make the journal questions deep like that. Like, I make them loving. Like, oh. you know what I'm saying? We talking about favorite body parts. We talking about love languages. We're talking about what you can do to enhance intimacy mm. with me. That can Hi. still be petty. I don't have no favorite body parts of it. What do you mean? <laughs> or, or hers? <laughs> <laughs> so that's when she step in and be like, well, you don't need to be like Right. I'm saying that depends on the couple. Usually when they doing that part, they be laughing and kicking. You know oh, right. what I'm saying? I really feel like it works. Some of them end up kissing by the end of the session. Oh, really? I'd I, I be like, I'm not here. I'm I, I say, get them. You got to exit the show. I really do get them space. Yeah. Like, I just let them bond with each other. And it's beautiful. I'd be like. <laughs> yeah, it's time to wrap this up. <laughs> Say the real intimate stuff for the bedroom when I leave, right. but you know, but it helps get them there. So, so you set the appointment for like eight, nine, right when it's time to go and go wrap this thing. Right? We get too. This is the old heads podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to answer the question because I'm pretty sure people are inquiring about this question. I ain't coming to nobody's house at nine o'clock, but I usually do like six thirty-seven. You know what I'm saying? It usually be towards the evening. I do morning though too. All right. Well, you know, for anyone watching, if you're going through some stuff at home, it's okay. It is. Visit the website. Connect on Instagram. Hit me up. But even on the more personal stuff and the most, more serious stuff, anyone that's going through mental health or uh, just wants to reveal more of themselves, the yin and yang, please go to the lovely website and uh, connect with the lovely lady. Uh, Jarvis, what do you have to say, man? Uh, a lot of people don't can't even navigate. They spend more time on Instagram, so... You can find her on Instagram as well. You got Twitter? Mm-mm. No. I got Twitter, but I don't use it that much. Okay. <laughs> Instagram, the website. Facebook. Facebook. Facebook, Ori Lotus. And I'm going to let her have the last one. You have to cover anything we didn't cover today. Um, let's see. Or can you take us through a yoga session? Just a quick five seconds. Oh, I can. Let's or do that. Through the Set rest. the vibes. Okay, okay, okay. Set yeah. the vibes. So sit up straight in your seat. 
Relax your hands on your knees, palms facing up. We're receiving energy in. Close your eyes and take three deep breaths. We're going to inhale into our nose and exhale out of our nose. But I want you to slow your breath. Inhale for a count of five. And then slowly exhaling for a count of five. Relax your shoulders. Release your tongue from the roof of your mouth. Relax your face. Take one more deep inhale. As you exhale, release it out of your mouth. Good. I almost fell asleep. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling good. Hey, thank you for everyone that uh, tuned into the show. Hopefully, you got something out of it. Um, if you didn't, you. Hopefully, you know more about yoga, uh, the history of it, the current state of it, the practice, and all that stuff. Oh, on my YouTube. And go ahead, shout your YouTube. Follow out. my YouTube so I can create more content for y'all. <laughs> and what's the name of YouTube? Ori Lotus Yoga. That's a bet. Spell it one more time. You know that. O R I L O T U S. And like we tell everybody on every episode, make sure.